So I uh, figured I'd uh, talk about, uh, kind of reintroduce you, um, okay. just bullshit Damn. some, have some fun. I got a dumb game to play, so Ooh. that'll be fun. I didn't get around to it with Naren because he was too fucking funny. Yeah. Like, it was just like... There was a the... couple of oh, things. Oh, thanks we... for that, Bar. Oh, yeah, Jesus sorry, that was, Christ. That was, that, was, uh, <laughs> that was slightly awkward. Oh, fuck. Well, this is how we're going to start this. <laughs> the last episode was just... so good. So good. God, I'm <laughs> still crying. Don't but know. don't worry, we've got something for you, too. Uh... We've something for you to do as well. Oh, fuck. Incorporated in 1875, proclaimed as the City of Destiny, Tacoma has maintained itself as the City of Grid. Tacoma kept its in-your-face artistry and individuality that sets it apart from anywhere else in the world. Our never-say-die attitude continues to this day. We are honored to bring to you those who live in Tacoma and its surrounding areas, whose contributions are what bring this city to life. The reputation is real. Welcome to the Grid City Podcast. Here are your hosts. Welcome to the Grit City Podcast. I am Justin. I'm Scott. No Jeff, because Jeff is road tripping, I think. I don't know what the hell he's doing. Unfortunately, he's not here, which means all of our technical stuff is kind of um, a thing that's happening. Um, but mostly, like, I'm re- we're recording in our uh, Discord channel. Also, for means I'm sad because I miss him. I know. I miss him, too. He's actually the reason I came on. I know. Oh, so. well, I'm sorry. It's just going to be uh, Scott and myself. But uh, the I last... have a picture. I can turn it on oh, and just set good. it here. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> we don't have a Brogan, but we do have Robo Brogan. Hey, guys. Robo Brogan is when Brogan's not around, he finds uh, he finds a way to come in here and ask the questions that everyone needs to know. Excuse me, which way is the Chipotle? And um, also, uh, sometimes he's in danger. I need an adult. And uh, he'll come in and just uh, maybe uh, spice up the uh, chat if he needs to. I'm worthless. And uh, he knows how to make an impression. Yeah. And uh, so we've got Mr. Uh, Robo Brogan with us, but also with us is a previous guest whom we haven't had on for nearly three years. That's crazy. So far long ago that Brogan actually had a completely different business. I'm worthless. No, you're not. <laughs> Back in the day, you had the Wizards Keep Games, which is still going strong. If you go up to Renton, up to the Renton, I guess it's the Highlands, I don't know, up on Petrovisky and all that stuff. Uh, Wizards Keep Games is still going on, but he decided to uh, sell that moved to uh, Covington to create Cosmic Bottles. So he's got a bottle shop out he there. He made some money off that, too, when he sold it. He did. He? Well, yeah, what did yeah, he sell yeah. it for, Brogan? Uh, he sold what? it. Uh, I don't know. Brogan, Brogan, Brogan. How much <laughs> money did you sell that for? $100. Really? Congratulations. <laughs> a whole $100. You did that when you were uh, when you were actually in, uh, like, right before the pandemic, got out during that time, and Can't then... Yeah, and then where'd you end up going? I don't Help know. Help me, I'm lost in the Venetian. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I need an adult. You definitely need an adult. With us is Mr. Chris Staudinger from Pretty Gritty Tours. That's correct. Still my still my business. I haven't sold it yet. But okay. now that I know the market for these things. I yeah, um, Brogan got tired of dealing with nerds and selling <laughs> beer to nerds. So now he just sells, uh, sells beer to everybody. No. Oh, yeah. No. yeah. Utopian, I like you that. You misphrased that. He got tired of selling 
games to game nerds. Now he sells beer to beer nerds. Mm. Fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. And uh, fabulous, fabulous hot dogs as well. Yes. Um, but yeah, so he's not here, but we do have uh, Chris with us. Um, Chris, how are you doing, sir? Oh, I'm so good. Thank you. I'm, I'm actually a little upset. It's been three years. I'm taking it deeply personally well but... I, i'm gonna say i'm gonna say two years with an asterisk last year didn't count 2020 doesn't count like 2020 was a bunch of bullshit and so we were we were kind of forced to do what pretty gritty tours was uh doing uh we went virtual absolutely so we did a lot of um chat in our discord channel and doing like saturday nights getting drunk and just basically making sure that all of us were okay and we're like, hey guys, let's get together once a week just to make sure everyone's cool. Check and, in, yeah. yeah Don't yeah. find a body in the back or anything. I know how that goes. And so we we definitely kept ours to audio, but you've been able to parlay that into video and like actual virtual video tours, which have been actually very fantastic. Yeah, shockingly successful. Yeah. So so um, obviously it came from the need to continue to do business. Mm-hmm. So uh, how did it how did it go about trying to like even create these virtual tours? Because you've gone across the gamut of doing so many different things. Yeah. Well, let me see if I can use all my my buzzwords at once. Because <laughs> in that unprecedented time, we really go. were forced to pivot. No, honestly, within we long story short, when COVID descended on us, my wife and I were in Europe at the time. Oh wow. We, oh, we landed from Europe on March 14th, like right as oh, wow. the, the like Paul dropped on everything. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, oh, shit. So <laughs> you guys got back right around the time they to, were yeah. cutting people off. Yeah. Right? Wow. So, so we were like, we were like racing to the airport, like just like we got to get back before like it's like Indiana Jones with yeah, the walls like, coming down. The rock is rolling down. <laughs> yeah. So we, were, we weren't even sure if we were going to get back in the country. And then it was that was it because we had in that month. And then the next month, like all of our big in-person events planned, we we're gonna do the like stadium movie night again. Yeah, we we're gonna pack eight thousand people into a, a small space and make them watch a movie. All this stuff, and I was like, "Well, that's it. That's the end of it." So I got super drunk, <laughs> and I talked about Fort Stillicum online in like a choppy <laughs> Facebook Live broadcast, and people were like, "Oh my god." I need this, this is what I need right yes, now. Yes. And thus our our virtual tours began. And it turned out that it was it was so much better than I thought because so many places that like people were intrigued about, like Old City Hall or like the underground, places that you could never take a group mm-hmm. of like twenty people, I could get in with a camera. Oh, solid. And so now I had all this virtual like video content that we'd recorded, and I could be like, Well, let's go take a look at a place you'll never get to see. That is really amazing. Now, so did you get a chance to go into Old City Hall while they're doing the renovations and stuff? No. So I actually got to go through that whole building right before the Muranos bought it. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So because that's it, it's interesting because um, we know one of the people who are uh, Guyan who has been running uh, the Union Club stuff. That's how oh, we yeah. got. That's how we got in with uh, being able to check out the Union Club and record here because we're recording at the fabulous historic Union Club, which is very um, on point for having you here. I really wanted to make sure that you came <laughs> down because I don't know. I don't know if you've been down here. Um, before and been able to do any tours or anything uh, down here. So, in fact, one of our virtual tours is of this building. Nice! 
nice. and its whole history and like the old basement up into the attic. I love this place. And you can, I mean, you can check out Union Club. Just go to unionclubtacoma.com to get that information. <laughs> but like, I love it because, yeah, it, uh, 1888, and mm-hmm. I'm telling the historian who actually did it. I don't know. I love it. And not a historian. Okay. Not okay. You're not a historian, <laughs> but you are a fan of historical locations. There we go. There we go. Um, but I just, I, I love this place because it is so old. It's, was before the city was founded and it is haunted as fuck oh 100% oh my god we've um i, I tell people that i mean you're totally down with it we've had some unfortunate <laughs> souls um which it may be the sirens rugby who uh literally had to stop down because i was really pushing how haunted the place was and they literally stopped down in the middle of our podcast to pray <laughs> And then Scott's wife scared the shit out of them by walking behind them trying to get a beer. While they were praying, she came down the stairs and walked behind them. (laughs) Scared them all. Scared me. I think it scared everybody. Startled everybody for sure. We're like, what the hell? But they've turned something that is a historical landmark Mm -hmm. and they've turned it into an awesome co-working space. Which I love because they've expanded so much on this place that they're even working on now the attic that you were talking about to turn it into more co-working places. Absolutely. And that's that's what's so cool about it, right? It's like power to the people, like the McMinimans, mm-hmm. the whole structure. It's like taking these places that could have just been demolished, but then like opening them up so you actually get access. Like you get to be a part of the history again. And that's why I, I love the McMinimans um, place because also like they've got good food there. Like I really love the food, but I love the historical significance and the fact that they're not they're not glossing over any of that. Like oh, through yeah. all of the halls, they have history of the place. Even one of the rooms we managed to stay in Oh, man, it's like the last concert that we went to was at Jazz Bones with um, Sir Mix-a-Lot, and we ended up staying for my wife's birthday at the McMinimans because they have the graffiti room. Oh, the graffiti room. I love it because <laughs> they have embraced the graffiti that was in the building, the 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 Hulk or the whole of the building, basically, right. the just the the husk of it. That was what I was looking for. The there husk. you go. It took three, uh, three H words there to get there, <laughs> but um, and they were just like, no, we're going to get in either. I think they either. I don't know. Do you know what they, they got the actual? I believe they found. They tracked the actual artist down. Okay, cool. Hired them to come back in and do the graffiti in that one specific room. It is so fantastic. Isn't that wild? I love it. It's and, a treasure. It's yeah, a, a national treasure. And we were able to do. Uh, we were able to, you know, live live there, uh, stay there for a little bit. It was the same weekend that they do like all of the cool um, yacht, um, the the yacht parade in oh, December. I mean, which which of is like Ocean Fest or Tall Ships Festival or seventy forty eight? Like which maritime event are you talking about? <laughs> uh, the Tacoma Yacht Club will oh. just do a Christmas parade. Yes, oh, like the, it's their light the, show yeah, or something, right? Floating light parade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 They do that in December, which is usually a uh, on or around my wife's birthday. Oh, okay. So we just do a whole thing where we go down there and set it up and then we finish it off. So I just, I love the fact that they're able to repurpose all of these different places. 100%. Do McMinimins too. Every time you go in there, like you have to go there multiple times to mm-hmm. see that whole place, right? Oh, yeah. Like you, you can't just go in there once or twice and been like, oh, I've been there. No, you haven't. <laughs> you, know <what> I mean? <laughs> you need to hit every floor. There's like a bar on every floor, right, or something. I, yeah, um, yeah, and a Pretty couple of hidden close. ones as yeah. well. Yeah, I, yeah. There's a secret ones, I, which I've never been in a secret. You've bar. Never, have you no. never been in the secret one? It's a secret. I can't find oh, it. God. I well, have, my whole... friends don't tell me. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't tell you. I say like, here, come. I guess I haven't shown you it. No. I've shown a lot of people it. Like the what vault's you... amazing. Man, yeah. you know why? I, we always end I'm in the. Nerd. 
what is the the tiki hut one? Yeah, the one the the tiki the, bar that the I can't old school hangout. The we always end up hangout. down there eating yeah. like pork nachos or something. <laughs> <laughs> they had the the ventures nachos because they use the oh, wonton chips. That is oh. what it is. The ventures nachos. <laughs> That's right. Um, but uh, I want to come back to first and foremost, pretty gritty tours. Give us the rundown. Um, people can go back and listen to our old episode that had you on there. But that kind of turned. You will learn nothing from that one. That other was than a lot of Patrick. That I was related stuff. to Patrick Swayze. We we get a whole <laughs> damn on that thing. All right, let's just get it out of the way. Patrick Swayze is a blood relative of mine. We can move on now. You guys used to hang out when you were a kid, right? Yeah, all the time. He was there every Christmas. Yeah. I heard that you were uh, an extra on a couple of the movies. Yeah, well, not a people recognize me from Roadhouse, but I was I was more fit back then. <laughs> Uh, but tell us about Pretty Greedy Tours. It started okay. back in what, 2016? 2016, we had our launch. It is a walking tour company that started in Tacoma. We have now encompassed all of the South Sound region and nice. we do virtual tours 50% of our business now. Well, and I mean, that was one of those things that was, like we said, it was built out of necessity for 2020. Yeah. You, you had to figure out how to keep your business afloat. And much like um, the boom of Zoom, where everyone was now having meetings. Oh, God. Um, it was surprising how, how easy the internet really made everything uh, accessible. Oh, man. Yeah. Well, all the tools were there. Just people didn't want them or didn't yeah. need them yeah. you know and, and stuff where i was like no no one's gonna want that and then it turns out like there were people that had you know mobility issues yeah. or were out of state or had crippling social anxiety and they're like i <laughs> prefer my tours this way <laughs> and so you know like our ghost towns of washington one had like 3600 people participate live wow i think what? we have like sixty thousand views on it now it's i was just gonna say you news. have them on youtube as well right yeah. that's where i've been watching most of them and for me, it's awesome that um, like I can watch one, and then I'm like, I can pause it, man. I can go get another beer, use the bathroom, do what <laughs> yeah. I need to do, right? Come back and finish up, right? You yeah, know, what there's I'm no, yeah. I won't like find you later and be like, you tuned out, have right? Yeah, or, yeah. or I have we to. We have or, the stats. We know, right? Or like a, in a, in a, like in a, in person tour, um, you know, you have to stop, go to the bathroom. You might miss something. You have to go out. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, there's a whole thing. It's a right? lot. It's a production, right? You gotta find like a babysitter. No, yeah, no. You just <laughs> tell the kid to go into the other room, or Not you anymore. can have them watch. A Along with, and then you don't get bothered by having a small child hanging like around. Like a chatty little kid, yeah. I don't have to answer questions as much. <laughs> <No. laughs> so when you've gone from that, um, I have to imagine that you said it was fifty percent. So mm. now at this point in time, are you able to restart the walking tours? How is it going about right now? Yeah, so we're back in business. Nice. All of our walking tours, right except for the Stadium High School tour, mm. are back in business. And I'm sad about that. Stadium is by far our like. Like Crown Jewel, it's the one everyone really wants to see. But until mm-hmm. the school district lets us back in the building, it just can't. It happen. looks like a magical wizard's yeah. castle. Let's it, be yeah, honest. it's the Hogwarts of America, right? right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's a high school. It's such a weird. Uh, I know, and place. also haunted. Oh, by the for way, sure. like for sure, I've watched some of the videos out there of like like the lockers and stuff like that. Like I'm getting goosebumps right now because we are in a place that we have had interactions with. Oh, yeah. Like we actually have like the we're down right now in the basement of the Union Club, not the basement, but the lower level, which uh, has their giant event center where they do weddings and whatever the hell you want to do here. We've we've even been here for like a 
uh, sort of a, I won't call it like a street mart because you're inside of a building, but kind of mm. like that. Like yeah, a, they had a little fair. A, yeah, 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 yeah. Kind of like, yeah, yeah, like a farmer's market sort of yeah. thing, but not really farmer stuff, but buying soap and all that shit. Um, so you do all sorts of things like that. But down the one hallway is the hallway down to the bathroom. Um, bathroom. The hallway to the bathroom. <laughs> I know. I can't really make it sound very um, scary, but it is because we've literally, like, I've gone down the hallway. The lights have turned off. Um, and they're not on motion sensors. Like the bathroom is on motion sensor and it's on way too short. So if you're the only <laughs> one going to the bathroom in there, the lights turn off you're and waiting frantically. I'm, hoping, yeah, I'm opening the door and like moving the door, hoping somebody doesn't walk in because the way that things are positioned, you're just going to see me. But, um, yeah, I've actually had interactions in this building. Oh man. Yeah. No, this one stadium is by far the one that I've had the weirdest experiences in, but union club. It's got some stuff going on in it. What have you had at uh, Stadium? Man, I, Justin's all in. You see him, you see him settle in? I, okay. I, I feel like I tell this story all the time. You'll never believe it. But So when we did this, the tour of Stadium Highs, right? Mm-hmm. So I would always show up. I would put my like gear down in the teacher's lounge and then go unlock all the doors for the tour. And I went in. It was 5 o'clock. I left the teacher's lounge at 5.02. And I'm unlocking the doors down the hallway. Click, 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 click. I get back at like 5.15. Everything that I'd left in the teacher's lounge has been dumped out and thrown around the room. Uh, and I was like, damn it. Someone came in here and messed with me. And there's only one other person in the building at that point. It's like the night engineer for the building. He's got all your shit now. I was like, that guy. <laughs> Why would he do this <laughs> like, I don't, me? I don't want to accuse anyone of anything. So I contact the security people and I was like, hey, can we just look at the footage? Just like, no. If I have to keep an eye on this guy from here on out. Oh, no. Fair so they enough, have footage yeah. of it. And they're like, yeah, so we'll take a look. They get back to me. They're like, yeah, there's a guy, a tall guy in a jacket that says guide on the back who goes in and like messes with the stuff. And I was like, mm, can I see the footage? And they're like, sure, sure. So you can see me. 502. I leave the room, go down the hallway, and I'm unlocking stuff. And there I am on the other security camera, one level down, unlocking doors as I walk into the teacher's lounge at the same time, dump out all my stuff, and then walk out through the front door of the building. What the fuck? I'm in two different places of the school at the exact same time. It is me, but I didn't dump out my stuff, and I couldn't have been in two places at once. And they're like, hmm, probably probably just a time lag on the computer. I'm like, I didn't dump out my (laughs) stuff. Why would I dump out my own stuff? And they're like, I don't know, that is weird, and then never talked about it again. And to this know. day, it, it literally haunts me because I'm like, that is me, but it's not me. That's Twilight Zone shit right it there. It is so weird. That's some that's some extra dimensional nonsense going on there. That's not ghosty. That's like, um, right? that's, yeah, that's like, uh, that, that's what do they call that? for something. Alternate dimensions. Yeah. Multiverse. Yeah. yeah sort of yeah, stuff. If we want to get a nerd, nerd talk on that there's one. There's like, there's a little girl that walks around that building too. Like a little tiny girl dressed all in white. Uh, just wanders around Stadium High School at night, and like you can see her every now and then around the hallway. Why would you throw out your own shit though? See, that gets me in like one of those weird time <laughs> loops, right? Where you're like, what was I looking for? Or like, what was I like trying to prevent? Right, right. Like, oh yeah, on? maybe he, maybe other you did prevent something terrible that was going to happen right then. Like, what if something had happened in the basement and I saved myself? Right. <gasps> or what if something bad happened? You were going back trying to hide it. You cannot. Oh. That's because you're throwing all your shit out. You cannot around, overthink right? this stuff because this is what happens. <laughs> <laughs> <All right. laughs>
That is creepy, though. That's, it is, a, it's that's the weirdest a super thing. creepy yeah. one, right? I couldn't imagine seeing yourself on camera doing some shit that you didn't know you did. You literally did. So. I mean, I've done that blacked out, but that's different. It's entirely different. <laughs> well, <laughs> totally I mean, different. Uh, Chris, how much did you have to drink before you started that tour? Well, it's difficult to remember is the problem. So. <laughs> and how exactly did you become two people? Yeah, that's the one that really... Fucking <laughs> weird. Uh, Maybe you have a weird stalker that has like a guy jacket that goes around. I would prefer you. a ghost, honestly. I would rather. <laughs> I would rather there's a haunting in the area. And we're talking a lot about um, the haunted stuff because that's the stuff that really gets me, and I love it so oh, much. Yeah. But you do so many other things. Um, you have uh, the sweets tour, absolutely. Ooh. Candy and in Tacoma is a big thing. Oh, it's yeah. huge. The candy history here is unbelievable. And people don't even really kind of understand that. And it's one of those things. We just recently had um, one of our listeners. Uh, we I don't know if I'd like to say that we decided that or we were able to bring her from Colorado to oh, Tacoma. Okay. And uh, I think it's – I don't want to call it our fault. Um, fault is the wrong <laughs> word. No, but I'm with but you so far. you get yeah. where I'm going with it. Um, and so she has come out and she has done um, – the inadvertent like um, food tour. So she's oh, gone to yeah. a bunch of the smaller places like Lucky's, Frisco Freeze, a couple of the other stuff around here. Great idea on that. But you can do like the sweets tour. You can do the brewery tour. You do a lot of different things that are also family friendly uh, for because she's got a couple of kiddos as well. So you oh, can't really take tour them to this. Prime for that then. It's like 11 a.m. <laughs> you get your kids all sugared up. It involves the tram. Oh, God. Yeah. That's like. That's all they want. A train and some sugar. Kids are happy. And 100%. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Take them home. They do the sugar crash. They're yeah, out by three o'clock. Boost boom. that blood sugar to the moon and just let them <laughs> bottom out. You've done, you've done some um, recent stuff with the Tacoma Historical Society as well, right? Yeah. So the Historic Preservation Office for the city of Tacoma, I've been doing in-person tours with them for years now. Oh, Last okay. year, we transitioned with them mm-hmm. to launch a virtual program. We had a whole bunch of different programs that we helped transition to a virtual scene. We got, we won an award. I don't want to brag. Ooh, no, nice. no, you get to brag. Tell us about the award yeah. a little bit right here. Uh, we were nominated and then won an award for helping programs transition to virtual programs during a global pandemic. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah. That's yeah. an award. It is. Yeah. <laughs> well, after the last year, yeah. <laughs> I have to say that you're probably, I mean, there's probably a big space between that before that award comes up again. So good, yeah. good on you. <laughs> yeah, got another 100 years to really aim for it. Um, but... We we worked with them recently to launch this whole program that I'm obsessed with right now, which is an interactive murder mystery. Ooh. I saw that on your page. And it started as just like an exploratory thing, and we're going to keep doing it from here on out. Is it like historical-based murder mystery? Yeah, or? so it's oh, it's on. fictional, historic-based juiciness, yeah. So like it's this. a a character. His name is Ray Rook. He's a private investigator in the city of Tacoma in the 1920s. Some noir stuff right here. Completely <laughs> fictional, but everything that he interacts with, all the buildings, all of that, is something that was going on in Tacoma at the time. Oh, cool! So you learn a little, but you don't know that you're learning. And uh, then, see, that's the best part about it. Yeah. Right. And <laughs> that works until people start actually claiming that they saw, you know, a documentary about this detective. <laughs> <laughs> I know Ray Rook. I know him. You remember Ray Rook My from grandpa the used to run with him. <laughs> <laughs> That's some shit I would do right there. No, no, I was watching this documentary. I swear to God, there's a detective. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, so that's all up. <laughs> Sorry, I don't even know how to try to write back from that. Yeah, uh, so that's all up online right now too. You can still solve the case. Oh, cool. But yeah, 
So when you guys did that, I don't know because I wasn't paying attention. No, totally. Yeah. <laughs> do you guys oh, keep? On. Do you guys keep the? Uh, do you keep it a secret? Like this case a secret until the, kind of the end? Or yeah. So like we released it in four episodes, and then with like a little virtual tour at the end where we actually reveal the killer. Oh, and okay. nobody, nobody knew the cast. I had a bunch of voice actors record it for me. They didn't know until the end. Did you have? Were people guessing? Were yeah. Trying to, oh, yeah. So that was the thing. Fun. We had them like submit their answers. Excellent. And a few people got it right. Ooh. So there's some detectives out there. Have you guys seen this? There's um, so <clears throat> there is a uh, I, I can't remember the name of it. I, I listened to a whole. I know it's <laughs> it's not going to help. But <laughs> you hear about this thing that I can't remember the name <laughs> right. of. Right. Um, but they, they do like these real life um like uh treasure hunts almost or Ooh. scavenger hunts right and and there's um it's a group it's it's a collective of people sometimes and they'll they'll put together these things and sometimes it'll only be something as simple as like a poster on the wall and they have like i'll, I'll have to look them up i'll send you links on them because it's, it's really fascinating where they'll have like a poster and it's super cryptic about something like about locusts Right. And then people like look up locusts and it gives them some numbers, sends them to another place. And so, yeah. And it starts out as these viral like kind of things. And then towards the it's a it's a oh, kind of like an arg or something. Yes, like that. Yeah. And, and it's like a real world like scavenger hunt thing um, that these different cl- uh, art collectives do. Uh, I'll, I'll find it and post a link. Maybe yeah, in our that's Discord rad. That sounds like that's so super fun. Yeah. There's a couple of them that have done it. Um, one in L.A. that was a really big one um, a few years ago. And then um, that's the only one I can think of right now. All right, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I figured you would you would All know right. about this. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. I, oh, well, no, I saw a documentary about this exact thing. Yes, yeah, yes. It was a, a detective in the 20s. I know what you're saying. Yes. <laughs> uh, you can find everything out at prettygrittytours.com. Uh, a lot of the virtual stuff. Now, when you're doing like the 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 ghost tours of Washington, mm. um, have you physically gone to these, or are you just finding the information and searching on um, on on the stuff? Fifty uh, fifty. So like okay, okay. a lot of our local stuff, I've gone and filmed a ton of myself uh then i'll just if it's like way out somewhere i'll mm-hmm. just do the research on it that's that seems solid we um both scott and i have decided we were going to do it this year but it turns out that like everybody is going out to do things this year it's now that insane. you kind of can right. um so like like literally like national parks are like a lottery the day of you might get a chance Ooh. to go we were going to go and fly into vegas and then go to like zion and then we were going to road trip uh, kind of haunted road trip on the way back, but go to um Topinaw, Tonopah, Tonopah, oh, Nevada, yeah. for the Clown Motel. Yeah, <laughs> and so I want to kind of pick oh, your brain God. on some stuff because, like, how if you're going out to a place to video or doing that, do you how do you prepare when you're going to a haunted place or a place that has been advertised <laughs> as haunted? We would like your list of ghost hunting equipment. Because, <laughs> well, I, mean, <laughs> I mean, um, for the um, uh, the Tacoma Haunted Tours, um, with Andrew, oh, yeah, he, um, you know, um, uh, RIP, uh, mm-hmm. lost him last year. It was with him. Brogan and yeah. Scott have done some interesting things where they had him going on ghost tours. Yeah, where we went he, to Brandy's attic and did a ghost yeah. hunt with oh, him. With like the EMF detectors and everything. Well, right? we didn't. I don't know if we had EMF detectors. No, <laughs> we no, had you, a bunch have, of recorders you had, you had and Andrew stuff. Yeah. talking shit to the yep. ghost. He was like, you probably shouldn't yell at them and then proceed to yell at them. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm just wondering if you had tactics along those lines. I don't know if I necessarily want to yell at anything at the Clown Motel, which is literally <laughs> steps next to like a cemetery where they just buried all of the traumatic deaths that they had in this mining town. Oh yeah. Uh, terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, he he was spot on. Uh so like what I was telling you about with stadium, 
my thing was that I used to make fun of that whole situation. I was like, there's a ghost in the building. And then that's when the weird stuff started happening. Ah, so you mock them. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Go fall out. Take a few shots. Go get crazy. Be super irreverent. (laughs) Solid advice for visiting any location, I think. Really steering you in the right direction. Yeah, I know. It's just like I don't want to. I don't want. I want to get a little bit of a reaction because it's Mm -hmm fun i don't know if fun's the right word again i'm trying to find all of these words that aren't you, necessarily quite <laughs> in capturing how i want to like deal with it this. really <laughs> freaks you out I, I can tell you that because I'm, I'm not a believer in ghost stuff right and we're brandy's attic we're doing the whole ghost hunt and there's a bunch of people in there and um you know it's a little tense and you get a little electric in the air but when andrew starts you know telling this ghost if he's there to touch him or he's calling him names and stuff that puts it just takes things to one level higher. You go to the next mm-hmm. level, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're like, oh <laughs> shit, vibing with it, yeah, <laughs> right? Like, oh, or it's like serious, yeah, on this. man. It, it was a little freaky, man. I I feel at some point in time that um, and we'll get the clearance. Um, but at some point, I want to do like an overnight or at least a late oh, night God. thing here. Yeah, and uh, just to have some fun with it. I, just I don't. I don't want to camp out in my sleeping bag down here. <laughs> do it fun. up in the attic. I bet the attic's the creepiest place oh. here. Have you guys seen the attic? No, no. no it's still hard hat right now. They want to oh, give God. us a tour, but we haven't been able to have a chance to do so. You need to do it before they refurbish it. It's, really? It's got these murals up there. What? That are like. It's like a bunch of naked women. Really? And some like intense violence and stuff going on up there, and sort of like. You don't know when they were painted. It could have been in like the 1890s. Now I have to go. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to have to talk with Darren and see what's up with that. Have you been to the um, Pythian Lodge? Yeah. The the murals there. That's what got me. And the mannequins. The mannequins (laughs) just like... Mannequins? I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) (laughs) That's my buddy. That's Hal. (laughs) I I love the history of Tacoma. Um, Not so much. I mean... There's some there's some really bad issues with Tacoma, but you have to embrace that sort of stuff to realize yeah. that's how it was, you know, created around here. And that was one of those things that, like, it's a snapshot, especially of like um, the the late 1800s, the mm-hmm. early 1900s, um, that really is like, wow, like even just doing a little bit of research, you get so much out of it. It's got to be fun for you. Oh man, I I love it. It's the thing that I love about this job the most. Was I just was curious about stuff. I wanted to get it access to like cool places. And so I just like to find out more about places. And the fact that there are people that are willing to listen to me talk about that, <laughs> that's just the cherry on the cake. Like, <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, uh, we, we talked previously, I mean, in between just talking about um, Patrick Swayze and stuff like that. You've <laughs> yeah. been, uh, you've done stuff Sorry. for television <laughs> before as well. So like you've had uh, the experience of being able to travel and do some of those things. Before your movies with yeah. the Swayze. Before Swayze and I were out there kicking back shots. <laughs> I was so young then too. I didn't know what I had. No. <laughs> yeah, my glorious past, I was a travel blogger, one of those sexy influencers with, nice. you know, an audience over 10,000. Uh, influencer. Yeah. Uh, ooh, influencer. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, my wife and I used to just uh, go promote tourism brands. We were on TLC Asia with Janet Shea. Awesome. I don't know if you guys know Fun Taiwan. It's really kind of niche, honestly, now that I'm saying it out loud. <laughs> I was like, sorry, I have not been to Taiwan and I haven't done the research on it. Yeah, okay, but- okay. Let's see something a little. Uh, we were on Travel Channel for a little while there uh, with the Great uh, Great American Road Trip. Nice. That yeah. is awesome. Now, what did you like? Uh, obviously, traveling ar- around the world. Um, mm. Is there is there a place that holds the fondest memory for you? Oh, man. Like overall, my like, favorite country or my. Where 
where will have touched me forever? Uh, well, let's go with favorite country first. Okay. Uh, Croatia, hands down. Really? Go Just to Croatia. Favorite place to visit? Oh, my God. Why? Uh, it's like this perfect, temperate, Mediterranean paradise that's like a perfect blend of Italian and German food. It's coastal. Everyone's beautiful. has a dry sense of humor, and it costs nothing to go there. Interesting, because like when you say Croatia, I just think Eastern Europe, like mm. stuck, landlocked. Like, yeah. I didn't even realize. Like I'm really bad with geography. Yeah. No, just imagine like everything is a white stone city on the coast, and like the most beautiful people Ooh. you can imagine that just have a dry sense of humor are just cruising around, living their best life, drinking like pure high grade alcohol made out of maraschino cherries. Oh, like oh, Jesus! Shit. <laughs> I know you got me there. Yeah. Well, <laughs> the only the only maraschino cherries I have are the ones that are right. soaking in Everclear Your for about nuclear two cherries. Uh, shit, we lost so about three years now. They've oh. been uh, well. We had parties, and I would have parties, yeah. and then we didn't have parties, so they've just been sitting in my <laughs> fridge. Everclear maraschino landmines. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh yeah. We'll have to get you to the bar at some point and uh, party over Say there. the word. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you, do you, now, have you thought about uh, like sort of uh, just kind of doing like bar talks or something like that where you would just go to a place and just instead of doing the tour, just I don't even want to say like a PowerPoint slideshow or anything along those lines, but like just kind of a, a, a drinking and kind of tour sort of along those lines? You know, I have, but I don't want to like... Tacoma is such a tight-knit community. Uh, Steve Dunkelberger does oh, Steve's yeah. Drunk History, which yeah. is exactly that. Yeah, you're right. And, you're absolutely right. And he's a he is an actual historian. He knows his stuff. And so, like, I don't want to step into Steve's that Steve's all right. Yeah. Steve's okay. He's okay. He, might, he might be <laughs> on not, our podcast every on. once in a while. Not, I don't know, but... It's it's interesting too because I first it's like even talking about it, I kind of realized oh yeah that is Steve's bag but yeah. it's like I don't realize how um I guess how close knit that you kind of do want to be and how much like everything is like you're gonna be talking with everyone because we were just talking about the Pythian Temple so obviously like Steve is uh, very ingrained with them he's yeah. ingrained with everybody you're talking <laughs> yeah, about the I mean, historical yeah. society yeah, I, I know like, he's a part of at least three historical societies yeah. he's like in the area. hallway right now I was like, oh my god he might be it's not a ghost around. it's Steve. <laughs> <laughs> We've named this ghost Steve. Why? Because it's just Steve. It's just Steve in the corner. As soon as you said his name, we said his name three times. I was surprised oh. he didn't pop up. <laughs> it comes down the stairs. Right. Oakley dokley. <laughs> oh, I do love it. Okay, so this is uh, one of the fun things I love to do, and oh. it's a uh, it's a dumb bit, but okay. I, I love dumb bits because it's. <laughs> oh, can we take a break before we get into bits? Yes, we will take a break. We will refill our drinks, yeah. and then mm-hmm. we will come back, and we will do. Is it Tacoma? Ooh. Yeah. You're supposed to say diecutstickers.com all the time. Like, that'll be my job in this. I could ask you about your interesting coaster, and you could tell me. Oh, fuck, Jeff. I'm drunk. Just, okay. Okay. You want to roleplay? Don't make this hard. Let's yeah. 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 I think we're in a roleplay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Jeff, you started. Are we doing something now? Yeah. yeah. What are we doing? Yeah. yeah. Act like here. Make, make, make a noise. Bang, bang, that, bang that against the... Hey, Scott, be careful. You about spilt your beer all over my Grit City podcast sticker. Yeah, don't worry, man. They're they're durable. They're made by DieCutStickers.com. By who? DieCutStickers.com. How do you get them? Go to DieCutStickers.com and tell them the Grit City podcast sent you. Exactly. That's where you can get high-quality, durable stickers for any of your needs. Grit City 15 to get 15% off. <laughs> you couldn't come up with it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, need to put that in but i couldn't i couldn't my brain didn't work fast enough can we do it again this is too much fun but i'm, I'm a little too tipsy to be doing this <laughs> and we are back we uh ooh, what are you drinking over there oh it's a silver city 
beer. There's Ziggy Zoggy party beer. Oh, you told me Diet Coke. You didn't tell me there was beer. Yeah, in the man. Fridge. Yeah, we got everything. Cider, beer. Go get him a. You want a cider? You want a beer? I'd love a beer. Oh yeah, yeah. Go get him a beer. I don't want to be that guy, but but it's too bad. You have to be that guy. Yeah, I know. Well. I did. I did just promote the Diet Coke. So sorry oh, about that. I, it was Here, very misleading. There's there's me drinking hard. Ah, so refreshing. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Our ad placement for the day. Screw the die cut stickers. I I trust your judgment entirely. Well, on, well, on beer. Scott. Don't trust yeah. his judgment on anything. <laughs> He's the man who actually. Um, it's been three years since we've had you, you on, so he doesn't he doesn't even know about the boot to boot. What the hell's a boot to boot? So what we did is we did our own tour, but it is a it was a um, we went from the flying boot. Oh yeah, you did. from 38th and <laughs> Street, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then so and then we went and we went on a pub crawl to no, the. Scoop. To the boot and scoot, yeah, we. So pub, it was a pub scoot. Pub scoot. Because we're getting, on the getting lime to scooters. it. We're getting to it. Uh, all the way down to the Rhine House. Oh. So and we took the lime scooters because was it two years ago that they came to prominence? Because again, because yeah. 2019, right? Yeah, 2019. Yeah. They uh, came rose to prominence, mm. and uh, everyone was scooting around. And so yep. we decided to go from the flying boot, and then we went to. The camp bar. Okay, yeah. Um, had a great time at the camp bar. And it was the camp bar at the yep, time, yep. was it? Um, and then from there, we went to the Harmon Tap House, which no longer is... The uh, Hub? Was it the, the no, hub? was it the Hub? Yeah. It yeah. was a long time ago. Yeah. Anyway, we did hub. a whole recording on it. You they can look at that. The, hu- the Hub down, right? Yeah, yeah, the Hub is gone. The yeah. Harmon is new management, right? But yeah, yeah, yeah. So we went to the Hub. Yeah, we went to the Hub. Um, and then we finished at the Rhine House because... With a boot. With of course, a giant obviously. boot. Yeah. And he got it. Yeah. it was, I was right there. I was like, boot to boot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and then um, somehow we managed not to boot, but Brogan, or not Brogan, but Scott did manage to break his knee. So I ended up afterwards. He ended up in a boot. (laughs) That was really a commitment. I appreciate it. Yeah, he bailed hard. He bailed hard in Wright Park. Oh, Uh, bailed is the right word. It was cartwheeled. More than bail. <laughs> yeah, elegant. Yeah. Somewhat elegant when it came down to People it. People were cheering. God, those so, lime scooters could haul, though. Like, that's the problem. Oh, they yeah. were, yeah. With those tiny little wheels. Yeah. And, and on dirt. I was on dirt, oh, yeah, and I, I was fucking hauling ass. And now they're back. <laughs> they're fucking back. Well, Razor Razor's, is back. Razor's back. And they got those huge tires now. So I'm very they got confident. very giant tires. They're better mm-hmm. for dirt, I think. Um, yeah, I think so, yeah. And the, the loose gravel of the uh, pathways of Wright Park, yeah. which you probably <laughs> should be riding on anyway because those are walkways. But... Um, <laughs> <laughs> they've got three versions now. So they got the regular scooter. Oh, yeah. They've got the scooter with the seat on it. Ooh. So if you are less inclined to be able to stand and balance on those. Mm-hmm. And then they got the ones with the seat and the basket. So if you're mm-hmm. carrying around maybe baguette. a small animal or a baguette. Yeah. Yes, exactly. A huge uh, baguette fan. Very excited <laughs> for uh, those to come back. And once we're trying to figure out to do a new boot to boot. Um, so we may have to invite you for that. Yeah, please do. And you'll have to go to uh, Blackfleet. Yes, oh, actually, um, a guy I used to work with is the one of the people who uh, owns it. Oh, um, yeah, and they found the boot in the ceiling. They found a boot in the ceiling. I didn't even know about that. They found a boot in the ceiling. They were doing the renovation. They found a boot, and they're like, "Oh my god, a murder happened here!" Like a cowboy boot? No, like an old 1800s boot, oh. like a woman's boot. And they're like, "Oh, Jesus!" Yeah. Turns out though, nope, just Germans. Just Germans. It's a German thing. You want good luck? Put your boot in the ceiling. Oh, is that a real thing? Mm-hmm. Go through any like German house built in the 1800s. You're going to find a boot in the ceiling. That is You're strange. So superstitious. And so weird. Did they? Did now? How did you find out about it? Well, that's research? where most of my boots went. Honestly, I was like, <laughs> I need that luck. My mom. <laughs> 
yeah, I don't know how this stuff comes to me. You know, German traditions, boots and ceilings. That's right up my alley. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Um, before, uh, I, before I cut you guys off, you were talking about the fact that um, you are going to be hanging out with Steve Dunkelberger. And is, mm. is it now because you have become, during the pandemic, a blacksmith? Or what is going on with this? Blacksmithery has been afoot. Oh, it has indeed. You know, as all COVID uh, skills came about, it was all something like, Mm, apocalypse how should i be ready yep and it's just one of those things where i was like damn it man i've always wanted to be a blacksmith and so now now you are all that free time so now yeah i run falcon coast forge what, what? you even named it and everything yeah look at you <laughs> my business license now has many doing business as wow uh yeah so i'm i'm a part-time blacksmith in fact the sign the metal sign at the old cemetery on Fort Stilcom Park, the mm-hmm. old Western State Memorial Cemetery. Yeah. I made that. What? Really? No big deal, guys. It's no big deal. <sighs> that's oh. a, I'm sure the Western State Cemetery is haunted. I'm oh, just going to throw I mean, that oh, yeah. out there, yeah. right? Like, yeah. that's where they, that wasn't that a mental, the, mental the, institution or the, something? It's for a while? the first 3,000 yeah. people who died in that mental institution were buried, what is what now the park. And that's yeah. what Steve was talking yeah. about doing the restoration project because they're trying to match the numbers with the actual people. Yeah, because it was all classified because mm-hmm. they didn't want anyone to know if their family member was crazy, right? So and you're, are we all a little crazy? Yeah, honestly. Yeah, I mean, come on. Um, honestly, the history of that place is tragic too because like people would get sent there for like if you had postpartum depression. Yep. Mm-hmm. Gone. Well, any little thing. Yeah. You know, like we were talking about not being um, – not wanting to go out um, – Oh yeah, oh, yeah like anxiety. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep, yep, whatever. Committed. Yep. Like rough. That's brutal. Rough. And not, now now our mental health situation here in this country is just all the better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, 100% improved. We've well, completely fixed it. We've much really like, turned it around. It's like COVID. I mean, we've uh, we've <laughs> solved it and um, congratulations. Pat ourselves on the back and yeah, <laughs> bus stops are completely safe now. You don't have to worry about people selling you trunk meat in the at a gas station <laughs> or whoa, look. Whoa, whoa. For That's people. another one of my doing business ads. <laughs> trunk meat. <laughs> yeah. Dude, you're going to have some competition. Yeah. Trunk meat salesman. <laughs> so besides signs, what else do you make as a blacksmith? Uh, well, obviously, my favorite thing to make is blades. Of course. Uh, knives have a really huge resale, obviously. <laughs> I, um, straight up. Dude, I love people that make their own knives at home. I don't know what it is about someone that can make a knife out of something. But oh, God. You but posted so them on cool, your social right? media, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, then I have oh, seen I Okay, seen so them. I didn't realize that you were actually forging those yourself. Uh, the whole thing. I take scrap metal, form it, you know, heat treat it and then I put the handles on there I do some of the woodworking and stuff I fucking love knives dude that's oh, so manly yeah. so I know right <laughs> <laughs> and I I won't bullshit you one of the things that really bothered uh, me was like I love what I do right mm-hmm. but as a person I was like come Christmas time I can't be like I've crafted you a virtual history experience like <laughs> I was like I would like to have something where tangible, I create yeah. something that's tangible right so <laughs> Well, it's it's, it. it's at some point, I feel like with any person, it's leaving a legacy. I mean, you're dealing in history and you're having a thing of yours now that you can pass on to everybody else. And it's a little bit of a legacy there at that point. That's beautiful. I'm going to use that from here. That's on. true, man. Yeah. A, a good knife will last years and years and years. That's yeah. true. If you do it right. Yeah, absolutely. Well, if you take care of it. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's well, the difference. Know, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I don't... I, I, See, so I have a, I've got a steampunk bar at my house. So imagine like a tiki right. bar, but steampunk style. No, I'm there. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I'm gonna need you to have to come by sometime, and because uh, we're, I love metal art, 
And oh, so it. I might have to uh, commission you on something at some point in time. Whatever you want, you tell me. I'll make it. Um, well, I do want a Ooh, giant. That's um, an open invitation well, yeah. right there. Like whatever. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna let you. I'm just gonna let your brain kind of ruminate mm-hmm, on this. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. it is called the Brass Kraken. Oh God. Okay. And yeah. it's essentially turning into now a steampunk slash uh, Seattle Kraken. Fan bar. Okay, yeah. So um, maybe a giant uh, tentacly octopus sort of thing. Do you so. need an anchor? You need a big anchor. <gasps> I do somewhere. need a big anchor. We, I think you were talking about a boat the other day. You're like, well, I want to put okay. a boat out front. So here's and I was my... like, you need an anchor. Mm-hmm. Fuck yeah. a boat. Here's my idea. First off, if I could take that giant anchor that is outside the skippers uh, oh, God, in, yeah. uh, uh, on on Pacific <laughs> Avenue I'm, down in yes. Spanaway, like if I could just take that like lotto winning sort of thing, unearth it, get rid of the skipper sign, and just stick <laughs> it in my front yard. That and then I also Ooh. like half bury a tugboat in the front of my yard. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That would be the essentially like you know how some people out in their front they'll have like a bench which is kind of their shit talking bench where they'll go out there they'll smoke yeah, yeah. and they'll just talk shit to neighbors i want a boat to do that in 100 uh, yeah so you like, know where a captain's at oh fuck yeah i got a get one of those hat. little like cannons that you can just load up with powder and yes, just like just boom mark noon make the neighbors really hate you you see people come in and you just pull up the jolly roger <laughs> yes. i've got yeah i've got i've got two flag stands right now sticking out front so i've got the american flag because go america mm-hmm. and then right now i also got the uh, seattle crack flag because oh. they're not playing hockey for another fucking wherever like i don't yeah. i guess it's months it's not even a year anymore i don't even know what the fuck's going on with it uh, <laughs> like, i'm like i'm a kraken fan they're like what do you know about hockey uh that we have a team <laughs> they play on ice. yeah i fucking painted my house kraken colors i don't even give a shit exactly that's the truth uh, <laughs> but uh yeah so um i'm all in on all of that Dude, so like commitment i freaking love colors. it yeah, so like we'll get you in there because I want like I hey. mean just to hang out and party. Yeah, like, but also but also so you know can make some you sweetheart. you want a brass crack and I'll make you a brass crack. Oh. oh, and oh, okay, Uh-oh. no, I love this. It should each of the tentacles should be a bottle opener. Oh. Yes, it should terminate in a little bottle opener. Yes, oh, fuck yeah. Oh, you, God. oh you got the wheels brain. spinning. You see that? I like I that. I love this. I just love the fact that you're uh, like I don't know. Like I mean. Scott was talking about it, but that's fucking manly. It is. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, let's be honest. Well, it's it a is. skill. <laughs> I mean, it's super It's super cool, It's right? a good post-apocalyptic skill. Yeah, yeah, but it is a skill. Like, you see someone hammering on an anvil, and that, that shit is manly. I think you just, <laughs> you got to find your thing, right? Because <laughs> I, I tried so many hobbies, and like, brewing and stuff, I don't have the patience for. Yeah. I need the instant gratification. Everyone's brewing now. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah. it's How many people are blacksmithing? Well... More, more yeah. now. COVID, but no, still. there's a lot. Oh, yeah, you can get online. There's a lot of life knife makers and stuff like that. It's it's a whole community out it's, there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was interesting because uh, a local um, a local staple here uh, in Freight House Square is Vulcan knives. Yep. Oh and yeah, they just. Um, it's funny because um, a person that both you and I know, there, I think it was like sister or sister in law, bought the company. Oh wow. Um. So you remember Rob Dunbar? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I used to have amazing parties uh, oh, at NorwestCon, yeah, yeah. the Viking parties. Yeah, um, oh. yeah. So she, they uh, took it over, and I remember going there just to get our knives sharpened before the uh, the the people who originally mm-hmm. owned it sold it. Mm-hmm. So I'm super stoked about that. Like, first off, I love I love knives. I love mm-hmm. like we have knives strategically placed all over the house as our home defense. Yeah, because it's fun. It's also very intimidating. Such Certain a- knives can. Uh, <laughs> 
What? You make- I, no, dude, I'm the same way. I have I have fucking drawers of knives at my house. I was a like monthly knife club guy for a while. Where I, <laughs> I got month club? This is yes, thing, I'm yeah. not even joking. <laughs> and and I'm a fixed thing. blade guy, so I like mm-hmm. big nice fixed mm-hmm. blade knives with nice handles. Like you're like one with the your uh, you you've got one at your house. It's really well, cool, yeah. Right? Well, the one the one I have at my house is like a replica from like the original Mortal Kombat movie. It's, it's like really Kano's cool. knife. Oh, I bought yeah. it. I bought it. I bought it at NorwestCon because it looks cool. And it's got serrated blades. It's functionally useless, but it looks looks really cool and it's very intimidating yeah, but aesthetically useful and that's oh, what's yes. important <laughs> there are a lot that you buy just because they're pretty you're never going to use this knife right you like i've yeah. never well probably never going to use like a <laughs> you know 16 inch you know machete for whatever i'm like i'm not going through the bushes and cutting shit down but i have that shit <laughs> see and i i'm the exact opposite as a bladesmith i make all my stuff where i'm like eh, that looks okay but i'm like that will do the trick. That will that I, stab something. I get those big old like cow femurs from the store that you're supposed to give to like a 200 pound dog. Yeah, and I that's how I test each of my knives. Ooh, if it really? can go through a femur, then it's ready. Do you, you have probably... any test videos about that? Uh, like online? I do. Yeah, oh. I got some good slow motion stuff on there. Yeah, I, I, I love that we. Up. I love that we just we pivoted <laughs> <laughs> to knives. I love it. Um, but one of the, like to be a master bladesmith, like you can be. They they have you, you probably know. I, I'm sure you read about this, right? Mm. Yeah, where they they do these tests. Like, oh you, yeah, you have to cut through something. You have to be able to bend your knife like so far without it breaking. So it has to be oh, sharp gotta, and hard and soft. Those <laughs> right? are, yeah, those are all your things. It's got to be flexible enough that you can bend it and it'll snap back. It's got to be sharp enough to cut through paper, mm-hmm. but then strong enough uh, the hardness on it so that. If you can cut through paper and then go through a bone and then paper again, like it's got to keep oh, that edge. Oh wow! See, I I watched I think a half of an episode of like Forged in Fire. Oh god, I love that show. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> oh but yeah. It, it, but it, oh, I, I love that show too. But it's a little, it is a little disingenuous, right? Like you don't give the guys a lot of time to do what they're doing, right? Oh no, that's accurate. Yeah. Is oh. it really? Yeah. If like if you're, I mean. That's not how you would well, like it's com- competition show. Yeah, yeah, but no, that's like legit. If you are in a like that format, you got hours to do it. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Okay. On like high production days, that's what it feels like in my little shop. Are like, you, do you take commissions? Or are you nice. just doing it for funsies? I mean, I yeah, I'll take commissions. Sounds like he fair likes enough, it. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Like Sounds like he's it. deep in. Yeah, he's all <laughs> high production days, bro. I'm in there eight hours. I'm fucking <laughs> smashing out knives. Like I don't know what you're talking about. Not just knives. I actually tomorrow I have to finish. It's a coat rack for a man cave made out of railroad spikes. Oh, what? so railroad spike knives are. Dope. Those are yeah. Those are <laughs> in right now. <laughs> Not just right now. I've seen them for years. Like um, the, with like um, they'll twist them. With the, you twist do like handle. a pineapple twist, a double See? twist, dragon squid. Oh, you tell See? me which one. <laughs> wow, dude, they're really yeah. cool. They just take a, a railroad spike and hammer it out to a knife. And I, I have a hatchet or not a hatchet, a uh, oh, like a tomahawk, a cleaver. Oh, like a almost like a kitchen Ooh. cleaver made out of dude. one. Yeah, yeah. Like that'd all, be really cool in the bar too. Hot and bothered in here. That's like talk. I know. It's like I, I would really kind of peg you as like someone it's like a question i like to ask people it's like what do you think you could talk uh about an hour about with zero preparation mm-hmm. and for you i would absolutely assume something historic mm-hmm. but the fact that i feel that you could just bust out an hour worth of bullshitting about blacksmithing is just fantastic but it's historic as well yeah right? like, oh yeah. yeah yeah you can go through different well, you can types go to like fort stillicum and stuff yeah. like that and kind of see how a lot of old things are done as well so yeah. it's along those lines i mean for sure i think i could well obviously every week i do an hour about something historic in the area mm-hmm. but i could give you like three hours on blacksmithing probably <laughs> four hours on 
Korean I, pop music. Oh, That's really? K pop? Really? Oh, I mean, I, again, I don't want to brag this whole hour, guys, but yeah. <laughs> do, you, do you do the dances? Because oh, you know every K pop song dance. comes yeah. with. Yeah, every K pop song comes with its own dance. Oh, did yeah. you not Does know this? Re- no, I did not know this. Oh, oh my God. I'm not well versed in just K pop. Not just a dance, but a whole fan chant. Yeah, you got to know your stuff. Fan chants? Yeah, like if you, if you like, stan a band. I, I understand Stan. Okay. Okay. I, I understand I, Stan. We made yeah, eye yeah, contact yeah, for Yeah, we got that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, then you're in their fan club, and then you get there's like a fan chant. Like, yeah. they start their concerts, you do the fan chant. Yeah. Wow. Not just that. You have to do what they tell you on Twitter as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen so that. Yeah. Yeah. I've, seen, I've seen, like, the BTS <laughs> army uh, going nuts on people. Oh, my God. Yeah, Poor my souls. wife's in the army. She's... Uh, <laughs> She's BTS deep. <laughs> See, the only thing I know about it is like I got back in the the early two thousands. I got pretty deep into uh, J goth, so oh. Japanese goth music like Darren Gray and a bunch of other things like that. Yeah, because I was getting into like the really weird stuff, and I had gone past. I had gotten past the weird metal stage, and now Whatever. I was getting into. Well, okay, yeah, I've always had weird musical tastes. You shut up. <laughs> um, he loves vampires. It's only it's Jay Goff going up to Brass Kraken oh, every yeah. weekend. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, nowadays it's Electro Swing. Thank you very Whoa. much. Whoa, that is very niche. It is super niche. I was super drunk at a uh, Norwest Con party, and someone was mixing uh, old-timey music with beats, and I was like, this is the most amazing thing fucking ever. Mm-hmm. And so between that and uh, like even, uh, I mean, there's a local band, Abney Park, which does steampunk oh, yeah. music. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, um, actually, one of the old singers is uh, was my realtor. <laughs> no, now, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm friends with the like with all of them and stuff. It's really kind of like they're super local. So like the guitarist does some stuff with um, Ted Brown music locally okay. for. It's called um, Live It Out Loud, where oh. he takes. Uh, uh, it's basically like Bandcamp for a bunch of kids and and they don't necessarily have to be kids. I don't think, but they'll uh, do like basically prepare them for a show. Wow. And then they get to do a show. Last year obviously sucked, so it was all mm-hmm. virtual. Um, but this year, I think they're doing it in August at uh, I want to say Alma Mater. Oh, Either no, 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 no. It's no. It's going to be at McMinimins, the Spanish Room. Oh shoot! Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, yeah. a sweet venue yeah, yeah, for that. Yeah, that's okay. super amazing for that. Yeah. So I was like, I was trying to remember. It's like no, it's bigger than Alma Mater, and I like Alma Mater, but it was, it was no. It's like the straight up, a little yeah. intimate, yeah. Yeah. So um, super like excited for all just the cool stuff that is happening around here. It's coming back, right? Yeah. All of it. Everything is coming back, especially the tours. You can check out prettygrittytours.com. I do want to play a game because I, say, I love playing games. Bit, I know, I know. Uh, all right, all right. Let's Tacoma. do Tacoma. <laughs> yeah, everybody. It is Is It Tacoma, our favorite game where we find out whether or not a story is from Tacoma or somewhere else. Now, in order to make this game um, a little easier, we try to avoid the things involving shooting because they're usually not very good and they're very abundant in Tacoma. Um, so, or cars running into houses. Or cars running mm, into houses yeah. or buildings. Um, again, I don't know what the update is on Bar Bistro. Hopefully, they're doing a little bit better now, though. I don't know if you knew, but uh, Bar Bistro had somebody run uh, into the yeah, right bar yeah, right here. Yeah. And it's because the idiot didn't want to actually... Uh, Fixes brakes. I was gonna say it's not accidental when you drive with no brakes. Yeah, he knew it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Got to stop somehow. Hey. <laughs> so we have we have three stories where I will go through the stories. I'll go through the headlines, and then we will determine whether or not one of them is from Tacoma. You will get a chance to guess. With hey. us today is our wonderful guest, Mr. Chris Stoutinger from Pretty Gritty Tours. How are you doing today, Chris? I'm doing so great. Thank you. There is no Jeff today. Jeff is, uh, I think he's sick. I think he's got a little bit of the tummy burbles, so he won't be making it, unfortunately. But we do have Scott with us. Scott, how are you doing? 
I'm good. No tummy burbles. <laughs> Excellent. Very happy that the fact that you don't have any tummy burbles or any issues. Now, you did just go to Mexico. And so when you went to Mexico, you're known to not drink the water. Did you partake in any of the water there? Just ice. Just ice. That is water. So you did Did you have any tummy burbles while you were in uh, Mexico? No. Well, congratulations. Very happy for that. So, yeah, let's get right to our game. I'm happy to. I can tell. Yeah, yeah. You're a little bit more uh, interactive, a little bit more livelier than usual. That's very exciting. I'd like to guess number two. You cannot guess yet. Um, also, <laughs> congratulations on going for something other than three. Uh, you cannot guess yet. I'm going to run through the headlines and then we will maybe get a little bit deeper into it. But let me go through the headlines before you make any guesses, Chris. Um, sometimes Scott jumps the gun. I was going to tell him just to simmer down. Yes, simmer down, so Scott. So excitable right now. He is. He's I a, like this game. <laughs> yeah. The problem is is that people just don't know how to act anymore since the pandemic has been um, cured. Uh, the <laughs> first headline we have, a raccoon infiltrates an armored vehicle at an army base. That is the first one. Uh, we do know that raccoons are very prominent. If you listen to our previous podcasts about our raccoon wars, we uh, you do know that that is something that could happen in this area. Yes, I'd like to guess true. Uh, yes, it is a thing that actually happened. I got this from a website, so you are correct there, but that's yes. not oh. how, that is not how the game is played, oh. so there are no points awarded. Damn oh. it. Damn it. I really had your back on that one. Uh. <laughs> Next headline. Homeowners find alleged squatter changing locks on home after they say he broke in. <laughs> Um, looks like they decided to set up their own place there. Uh, very exciting. <laughs> I, like um, I guess that's probably the uh, most terrifying things for homeowners. And again, something uh, the the uh, housing market in Tacoma is booming. So this is something that is another potential that could possibly happen. Mm-hmm. And then finally, a man is accused of attacking a pregnant woman with an axe. So we've got those three. Again, we'll go through those. Again, we have a raccoon infiltrated an armored vehicle at an army base. That sounds fun. Mm -hmm. It does sound very fun, right? Yeah. I don't don't know what the raccoon might be looking for at that point in time. Infiltrate is a very specific word. I think they're just using that in terms because it was at an army base and it sounds a little more... a little bit more on the espionage sort of side. Do you think so? I think it's because a raccoon is like a bandit. Oh, yeah, it's like, got the little bandit. Raccoonbo. See? Is like, yeah. <laughs> Mission Impossible with right. raccoons. Yeah, right. <laughs> and I mean, seriously, like, uh, I didn't realize that my shed at my house was being used as a rat, um, or not rat, but a raccoon restroom. Oh, God, man. Um, it was pretty much the most horrifying thing that I saw when trying to climb up there. But yeah. Uh, yeah. They look so cuddly, but they are murderers. Yes. yes. Like, I, I described them as cats with hands. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. What is scarier than that, honestly? Right. A giant cat with hands. Yeah. Uh, the homeowners find an alleged squatter changing locks on a home after they say he broke so in. So that creeps me right the fuck out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it just reminds me of, like, I mean, we're talking about, like, all the ghost tours and stuff, and you're talking about, like, other yous going in and messing up all of your stuff. But I've seen the the, the internet um, postings about people who didn't realize that people were living in the, the homes that yeah, they were already in. Like, there's a secret room or something. Living in the attic. Clarification. Was this, like, an adult child? Were they like, oh, God, they're just changing the locks. We really need them to grow up, get out of the house. <laughs> like, what? Water. Fair enough. Yeah. It's like, you've had enough time living Living at this, um, the the uh, pandemic is officially over. You need to leave. Call the police, Joseph. Can you, 
Can you do that as soon as your kid, if they haven't moved out at 25, they're officially a squatter? <laughs> if they can rent a car, like, you can phone the cops. You gotta go. He's like, listen, you can find somewhere to live. Can you rent a car? All right, you're good. <laughs> and then finally, a man accused of attacking pregnant woman with an axe. God, yeah, that's so aggressive. It's very aggressive. And I mean, we've uh, we've heard that again. Uh, street ball soup. Uh, uh, he came on and Ooh. nonchalantly mentioned the fact that he was hit in the neck with an axe while walking down in Seattle. This was in Tacoma. This was in Seattle, just outside of the third Third uh, Avenue McDonald's. I wish everybody could see the look Jeez. on his face right now. Oh yeah, that's about the same look. Because uh, going back to that one, he was. Uh, he was super cool. We we're just talking. And I was like, oh, how'd you get into, you know, doing your rap career? And he's like, well, uh, I realized that I needed to do something after I had spent 90 days in ICU. And we're like, oh, so okay. right after I got off life support. Yeah. And, and, and we're like, well, oh, God, what happened? He's like, oh, I took an axe to the neck. Like mm. nothing. And yeah. then we're like, no, 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 no. We need to go. And we <laughs> yeah. need to talk about this. Uh, so we discussed that really at length and uh, kind of it turned to, it turned into our Patrick Swayze moment for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, there's one for everyone. Right. right? Exactly. <laughs> All right. So we've got a B or C or one, two, or three, as uh, Scott would go. Scott, are you sticking ah, with number two or yeah. are you going one, two, or three? No, I'm going to stick with my initial. My initial. You go with the first one. So you go with the first one, yeah, yeah. which was the homeowners find yeah. the. Uh... Yeah, fuck it. Why not? Okay, fuck it. Why not? That's the spirit. <laughs> so we've got one was the raccoon, two the homeowners, three the man with the axe. I feel like axe. the raccoon is too nice for Tacoma. <laughs> and I feel like that man with the axe just makes it feel so, so sad now, here's my thing i don't want to be this guy but are we like are we counting like city like tacoma okay. greater area okay like? that's a good question because Ooh. there are plenty of times where i have not found a story that is technically mm. tacoma so i've kind of bent it a little bit okay. this one is tacoma oh. this one is tacoma because some of the other ones are actually a little bit local as well say south sound is um, it the tacoma south sound yeah no, so, <laughs> and, and i will definitely preface that when i do that i'll be like well this isn't technically tacoma but the other ones are like florida or ohio i've done that before where at least it's the somewhat area right but you know this one is in tacoma itself Oh, man, I'm going three. I'm going for oh, the axe. Oh. Going for the axe. Well, oh, Scott, you are wrong. Oh, and Chris, you are right. You know Tacoma. I do. Yes. I do. <laughs> a Tacoma man attacks a pregnant woman with an axe. Not a great story. This came back out in uh, May, but a pregnant woman said a homeless man tried to attack her with oh, an axe in Tacoma. homeless man. Uh, yeah. He's uh, charged with second-degree assault. She said that she was in her car outside Beacon Center on Monday. She said she started having labor pains as she yelled out in pain. He came to the car and yelled at her to shut up. (laughs) Wow. Which is about the most Tacoma thing I've ever seen. I was going to say, if you read that, then I would (laughs) have. I can't can't do that because then you would know it would be. Shut your fucking mouth. (laughs) Uh, The woman says he left but returned with an axe, raised it as if he was going to hit her, but her boyfriend stepped in and shoved him away. Then uh, he returned a third time and swung the axe at her. She had to move out of the way to avoid avoid being hit so she didn't get hit i was gonna ask yeah yeah um people around the area noticed the situation and finally several stepped in and began to fight with him he did hit one of those bystanders Jesus. in the head with a chain this guy is like all a, apocalypse setup. Yeah, a chain and an axe yeah. 
But he's set. He's yeah. good to go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no yeah. worries. No uh, he, knives for him, yeah, Chris. No. <laughs> he's blacklisted. <laughs> uh, he claims a group of people attacked him and started throwing rocks at him, and that's when he grabbed the axe to defend himself. Mm. Makes um, sense. But, Time loop. Yeah. Except, see? It was another him he or didn't something. Know. He didn't know. Um, but also the witnesses confirmed with the police that the man did swing the axe at the pregnant woman, and he Why remains in Pierce County Jail. stay in her car? Um, or drive away. That seems like if you're in your car, I'm not. I'm not blaming the victim. <laughs> well, maybe the labor pains. I don't know. Oh, yeah. You know, here's my thing though. He that really gonna... he escaped the fate of death right there because a pregnant woman. I mean, they like lift cars and stuff. Fuck you like, up. Yeah, you're yeah. De- you're like d- threatening her. She could have just broken that axe over her leg and then used the splinters to rearrange his colon. Like, thank God. That'd have been fantastic. Yeah. That'd where, have been a hell of a great ending to that one. I where mean, did the boyfriend go after the first swing? Did the he just tap out? Because that's what it seems like. It He's like, like, oh, he swung at the boyfriend and then he went to he was swinging at the girl he after went that. To, quote unquote, go get help. Yeah. <laughs> Sympathy labor pains. Uh, it's this real. hurts really yeah. bad, and that's going to hurt a lot more. I'm going to leave and. I guess you're not leaving, so bye. Uh, the other, uh, the next story, a U.S. Army soldier stationed in Colorado recorded video of colleagues scrambling to exit an armored vehicle to avoid a hitchhiking raccoon. That's even funnier. Oh. We're talking about how cute <laughs> raccoons are, yep. and then uh, a bunch of army guys are getting the fuck out of a yeah. thing because there's one in there. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. No, man. They don't mess with those. Have you ever, have you ever had interactions with raccoons? Like, I have. Actual, like... Face to face. I was Have you on- ever fought a raccoon. That's what he's asking. Yeah. I'm glad you asked. <laughs> I was on a ghost tour. I was oh, on shit. a ghost tour in Old Town Tacoma when what looked like like a, a half grown man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to say a child, so let's just say a half grown man just ran out of the bushes and sounded like a freaking cougar and then got in a fight in a tree. And it was these two raccoons oh, wow. in a full on brawl. <laughs> and I I like tried to hit it with my. We always carry like taser flashlights. Yeah, okay. when we're out there, and it it kept a wide berth. But they are terrifying. When I was a child, I watched a raccoon peel the face off of a cat. Wow! Like they, it was my cat. They got in a fight. It was my cat in the backyard. Holy shit! And yeah, it, the raccoon just grabbed that cat and literally peeled all the skin off of its face. Oh, that's horrifying. The cat survived. What? Yeah, Whoa. we took it to to the emergency vet. Uh, the cat survived from that, but it always was like a little off on that face. One, yeah. Yeah, yeah, always yeah. two faced. Oh. God, <laughs> no! Don't mess with those suckers. They will. Yeah, I, they're fucked up. I remember you, man. I remember. I remember drunkenly getting into. Uh, I would like to say an argument with a raccoon. Just yelling at it. <laughs> well, yeah, because the, we were. We're. It was a house party, and there was. Uh, we we're being very loud and rambunctious, and apparently the raccoon family was sleeping up in the tree, so they were yelling at us. <laughs> so I started yelling back, and then I got the hose, and that really set them off. Oh, no. And everyone's like, "Don't." with the raccoon i'm like no i'm gonna fuck with this raccoon so i sprayed it with water until they went away but i was gonna keep spraying it with water and that's oh, yeah. why they shit on your shed all the time they're different raccoons <laughs> different ones man. they remember uh, they, they probably they pass it on dude <laughs> um it looks like uh, the person who was stationed at fort carson captured the video of the scene unfolded when a raccoon infiltrated the bradley fighting vehicle uh quote we were surprised that a raccoon found a way inside the bradley it's not really common so we were all surprised the video shows soldiers scrambling to exit the vehicle followed closely by the raccoon which then runs off in the distance i feel like this was a Trained raccoon, probably mm-hmm. from China, oh. maybe from Russia. I was thinking Russian, <laughs> Russian, raccoon. Russian raccoons. It's got to be one. It's got to be one of the two. 
that's infiltrating <laughs> Russian raccoons. Uh, and then finally, homeowners find alleged squatter changing locks on home he says he broke into. This did happen in Pierce County. Uh, the homeowner said that they found a man who allegedly broke into a house in Roy oh, on so I was Tuesday. Right, yeah. Yeah. Yes. And that's why I had to make sure because when you're saying greater area. Whatever. I stand by my right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, they say the stranger was trying to change the locks on the house. Well, that wasn't even his, even filling the fridge with food. The incident happened uh, in a rural area of Pierce County in Roy. Um, the last owner of the house, who Cairo is identifying only as T, has said that he had just sold the property a week ago when he heard there was a problem. He asked uh, not to share his name because he worked blah, blah, blah. The neighbors called us multiple times today and said someone was breaking into the house. They had the garage doors open and they were changing the locks. He rushed down, found a man at the front door with the locks and the tools spread out. And how'd you get in here? He asked the man coming into the house that's not yours, he says in the video. He was just nonchalantly telling me that he wasn't leaving, basically, just kind of bold about it. When the deputy showed up and asked more questions, the man doesn't even appear to have any clear answers. I was told I could live here, the stranger says to the deputy. The deputy didn't ask, who told you that? And the guy said, doesn't matter. Oh, my gosh. Oh, wow. And I mean, I, I've heard of the stories of people like living and getting mail at a place and then you have squatters yeah, rights. I think, oh, yeah. yeah, once you once you get into a place, you change the locks and stuff, then it's a whole different ballgame. Yeah, they have to God. evict you in certain states. Like, it gets stupid. Yeah. Man. Right? Yeah. That's... Don't want to be a landlord. <laughs> Hide all your knives. Hide them around. <laughs> Hide them around. Hide them all around the house. That's a good point. If they had hidden knives, this wouldn't even be an issue. <laughs> It'd be man stabs man <laughs> as he tries to stop him from changing locks. Wow. <laughs> so yeah, that's uh, some of the fun stuff, and uh, not everything happens in Tacoma. But I mean, that is something really that if they still did the cops show and they did uh, cops in, uh, well, they try to say like Seattle or whatever, but it's always Pierce County, yeah. Parkland. Yeah, yeah, yep. Parkland, my home. Uh, Oh yeah, yep. Love Parkland. Dude, some of those old cop shows are awesome. Like the guy pulls up. I remember one specifically. Where the guy stops a guy on a bike, and he's like, "Hey, he's like, you got any drugs on you?" And the guy's like, "No. You got anything I should know about? No. So what's that hanging out of your pocket?" And the guy goes, "Oh fuck!" And jumps on his bike and takes off. He's like, "Oh shit!" And he's like, "It's right there, bro. Like, hey, what you got am any I drugs on you? Do, right? No. What's that bag of crack hanging right. off of it? Um." Party favorite. Yep, squeaky. that's exactly what he jumps on his bike, and he makes it a good two, three pedals before he gets <laughs> tackled. Gotta build some momentum with that. You can't just leave on a bike. Yeah, well, it wasn't downhill, so oh, I think yeah, that was part of the. Problem. I didn't really have either either at all. Uh, Chris, seriously, thank you so much for coming on. Again, people can go to prettygrittytours.com. Um, just look up uh, on Facebook as well because a lot of the videos are on the Facebook page. Mm-hmm. Um, lots of different tours that you can experience, not only the ghost tours, but um, so much more. We talked about the candy st- uh, tours. Are you doing the brewery tours now? Yep, we're doing brewery tours, uh, downtown tours, our booze and booze, which is beer and ghosts. Nice. So, yeah. yeah that plays well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So all of our in-person tours, except for Stadium High, are back on track, and we are continuing to do our virtual content uh, at least twice a month. Awesome. Well, we're going to have to get you on uh, quicker than three years, as it were. So uh, definitely want to get you back in on that. And uh, God, I mean, I'm trying to figure out a thing to do a um, putt-putt tournament. Oh. Um, So we've been thinking about doing putt stuff down at the uh, Parkland Putters. Putt stuff? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 That's uh, that's what I'm calling it. I'm game for a little putt stuff. So (laughs) I'm hoping that maybe uh, once we get that all figured out and fleshed out, maybe you'll be a part of that. Stop saying fleshed out. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to flesh out 
some butt stuff, everybody. <laughs> oh, on that note, thank you, everybody, for listening. We'll just end on that one. I, I love guess. it. You can find us at gritcitypodcast.com. You can find us on our Patreon, just patreon.com slash gritcitypodcast, where as little as $1, you can get access to our store, Patreon-only yep. store. You can get access to our Patreon-only channels in our Discord. Yep. Also, the uh, old episodes from when Brogan and Scott drunkenly talked to uh, really anybody at yep. that point. The best episodes. <laughs> well, they were okay. They were okay. Um, but also just a lot of our other things as well. And uh, even uh, once we get this started going and the, they do allow it when they do it at the Union Club, we'll have people who can come in. Our patrons yep. um, can come and sit in and hang out uh, if they want to and get to experience some fun stuff like the Union Club, yep. maybe see a ghost or two. I don't know. We try to give them um, advance notice usually too when we're recording so they know. Yeah. Yeah, that kind of stuff. So. Yeah, usually Jeff makes really cool infographs <laughs> and stuff like that, but Jeff's busy. <laughs> Uh, Again, thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you, Chris, for being a part of all of this. My pleasure. Thank you. And until uh, next time, guys, stay gritty. You've been listening to the Grit City Podcast. Check them out at gritcitypodcast.com. Grit City Podcast.